Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unchained Sex Cast. If you saw the title of this episode and got a little woozy or a little wheezy, or maybe you were like, oh shit. (laughs) Um, I love you. Know that I'm here for you. But let's talk a little bit more about what the title says. Having a kid to ignore your relationship problems. This goes back, I think, a lot more. And I'm just going to highlight one thing that people do to ignore their relationship problems. You know, being a coach for as long as I have, being in the sexual industry and the relationship business. Holy shit. There are so many things that people do to ignore their relationship issues and evolving with their partner. But I'm just going to talk about this one highlighted on this episode. We'll talk about a few other other things too, but let's talk about it. Like, why do people run from their relationship problems? Well, one, I think it's comfort. We get really comfortable where we're at and it's the thought of change is scary. There's fear, um, a fear of the unknown, fear of expectancy. Like, we don't know what's going to fucking happen. So I think there's a lot of fear in it and we get very comfortable where we're at. I want to say this has been probably seven years ago. I went to one of my first national conferences for the sexual wellness company that I worked for. And one of the motivational speakers that came in was talking about being comfortable. And whenever you have goals and you have big ideas, this is something that stuck with me all these years. And that saying is you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. And in this context at this convention, it was kind of being taught more towards like the sales motivational like aspect, I would say, but also to like a personal level like E, then you're going to have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. You're going to have to do the shit that no one else is doing. And I always think that whenever people talk to me about my success and my business and what I've grown or ask me business advice or whenever we're just talking about it in general, that's just one thing that I choke it up a lot to. You know, if you want to be successful in business, if you want to be successful at anything in life, you better be comfortable doing all the shit that no one else wants to fucking do, period. You're going to do the shit that no one else to do. You're going to get up at 5 a.m. No one else in the world wants to get up at 5 a.m. Most people are like disgusting unless you're a morning person. Hell no. You know, a successful entrepreneur is getting up early or they have a schedule where they're getting their self-care time in. They're getting their focus time in in the morning. They're taking care of their body so they have a fitness routine, you know? People that are successful are doing the shit that no one else wants to do. We get so fucking comfortable. And when we get really fucking comfortable, we end up getting stagnant. 
and we end up just staying where we're at. And I feel like I've talked about this so much lately in my circle about the evolution of humans and how we evolve and go through, you know, different ages and we're like shedding identities and leaving the past version of ourselves behind. And sometimes it's a weekly shed because you are just shifting and evolving yourself into new spaces and being open to the change and embracing the flow or you're stuck and you're the victim and you're the, why is this fucking happening to me? Why is life happening to me? This shouldn't be, this is, uh, you know, I was unfairly treated. This shouldn't have happened to me and staying in that victim mindset. And I feel like this is the comfort zone. This is where we stay in our comfortable zone. Instead of embracing challenges and all the opportunities that life gives us to grow and evolve, you either stay stagnant and you stay bitter and you stay comfortable or you get a little comfortable being uncomfortable and evolve as you grow in your relationship and as you just grow in life. I feel like comfort has a lot to do with why we stay where we're at, why we ignore our problems. I think a lot of it is trauma as well. Um, Just working with a lot of people and, and not even working with people, but you know, I'm a social little butterfly. So anytime I'm talking to somebody, a lot of the time they're dumping their life story on me um, with consent because it can be really draining as a coach to do it in your profession. And then also be that person for everyone else. So I respect the fact that everyone that usually dumps usually asks me if they can get something off their chest or whatnot. And I invite them to dumping or venting or getting out what needs to be get out. I hear about so much fucking trauma in people's lives, whether that be past, present, so much fucking trauma. And like just the fact that like people have such a hard time sometimes validating wow, I went through some hard fucking shit. I know some of us are like, oh my God, I went through hard shit. Like, oh, we're in that victim mode. But some of us are just like, no, I've been good. Like, blah, 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 blah. And we just shove it down and we push it down. In reality, we need to stop and pause and be like, wow, I went through some hard fucking shit. I went through the fucking trenches. And I was there for me and recognized how much you have really pushed through and how much you've gone through and where you're going. Trauma stays in your body until you have cleared it. And I have learned this over the past few years, just in my own healing experience. My trauma was physical in my body still from years of suppressing it. Things that I didn't even realize I did, small habits, little ticks, things that I noticed that ended up being related to my trauma. When I started to heal and really dive into my triggers and things that really started to trigger me and I started to look at why and, and really go through and discard things, I stopped having less physical symptoms. I was able to really release that. Not to mention many, many months of therapy and doing the extra work put in um, through my healing process of trauma. I also, I've talked about this before, but if you're new, um, I talk about breath work. I had some very life-changing breath work sessions that gave me the ability to release the physical pain that I was still holding, the physical trauma. Um, I've talked about them before, but if you're new here, you know, I use breath work as a tool to... um, 
help regulate the nervous system in coaching. You know, when we start coaching sessions, we do just a little bit of breath work. And what that does is it, it helps regulate our nervous system. It brings us back to body so that you're able to really focus on what's present for you. And I know people see or hear me say that a lot, like focus on what's present for you, what's coming up. But a lot of time when we hear that, we're still in our fucking heads and we're really not actually focusing on what is your fucking body feeling right now? Because a lot of the time, if we go there and we sit with what our body is really fucking feeling, it's not pleasant. I've seen this. This is why coaching is such an empathic space because you are holding space for people when they start to touch dark areas of themselves and areas that may never have been touched before. When we really sit with how we are feeling, we're going to have unpleasant feelings. If you're an overall happy person and you haven't had trauma recently, then or even in the past, then maybe that's not what comes up for you. But a lot of people have really hard, hard, not so positive emotions that come up when they actually really sit with their body. Um, grief, a lot of fucking grief. Um, resentment, a lot of resentment, a lot of anger. Sometimes it's just pure fucking rage that, that, that really just settles. And if you're like, how do you, what do you mean? How does your body just tell you how that feels? Your body's going to tell you. A lot of people will feel physical tension in their chest, uh, resembling like anxiety, um, tightness. A lot of people get antsy or they can't seem to sit still. Like it's just like this feeling is coming up and it's going to fucking burst out my chest and my eyeballs and my fucking mouth. It's just going to explode. A lot of this comes back to why we avoid problems in our relationships. A lot of this is so deep seated. It's more than just surface level. And I know you're like, Sierra, this is why we ignore our problems to begin with because it's so fucking deep. I'll never be able to start anywhere. I'll never be able to be on da 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 da. Well, let's get out of victim mode, okay? Remember that you are the fucking creator of your life. You create your reality. You create your environment. You are the writer, all right? You're in the driver's seat, not the fucking passenger seat. Shotgun bitch is over, all right? You're in the driver's seat. You decide where this goes. There is a will. There is a way. And I will believe that till I close my eyes for the very last time on this earth. I've seen so much of this in sales, um, in life and death, people nearing the end of their life. But and we've used it in sales. You're like, wow, Sierra, sales and death. You know what? That's basically my life. Um, you know, I'm a nurse and I have a dark sense of humor around mortality and death. Um, and I'm also, I've also been in sales for nearly 10 years. So let's see here. If there is a will, there will always be a way because if you truly fucking want something, you will not make any more excuses for yourself and you will do it. You will go after it. I really believe that. And if you're like, well, no, I want it. No, you don't want it bad enough then. If you really fucking want something, you are not going to stop until you get it. I feel like part of why I, I became a coach and why I will never stop telling people about this is because I'm here to tell you that there's a fucking way. If you think it, if you want it in your reality, if you want out of your shitty relationship, if you want into levels of pleasure that you didn't know existed, if you want to connect more intimately with your partner, if there is a will, then there is a way. And I'm here to tell you that. 
having a kid, trauma, these are all things that can come up on why we really ignore relationship problems. I feel like, <laughs> you know me, y'all, unchained and unfucking ruly. I just cut like all the bullshit down to here's the real fucking reason. It's a little fucking extreme. Yeah, I guess I am a little. I guess I could be labeled as a little extreme here, but you know, I'm just a very no bullshit cut to the fucking point kind of person. Um, that's why you guys love me. Um, in reality, though, that's just those are two of the the top things that I feel like I see whenever we ignore relationship problems. And of course, a lot of the time you don't feel like you fall into a category. You know, I would never categorize you. You have to find what's yours and leave the rest. There are so many fucking reasons out there and maybe even simpler reasons on why you're ignoring your relationship problems. Maybe it's because you're just pissed at your husband because he owes you an apology and he refuses to give you one. You know, maybe it's something really simple like that. But having a kid to ignore your relationship problems, I just, having a child fills a place in your body that you didn't know existed in a way that you never knew was possible. So I feel like whenever we are really in those dark areas and we've lost touch with our partner and we don't feel appreciated and we're not feeling loved or maybe we've been really fucking hurt by our partner and we're just not in a good place. Feeling that ultimate love again, like the love it is of having a child, of course, is a way to fill that. And we think it will be different. Having another child will be different. It could be different adding, you know, maybe this is what we need. People, I feel like, one, will intentionally actually plan this out to have a child. Like, we're not doing good. Let's have a kid. I literally, people have done this time and time again. And then there are people who kind of do it not really realizing what they're doing. And then I'm sure there's tons of people out there that are just like, whoopsie, had a fucking accident on one of our hate fucks. There could be so many reasons. I just feel like I wanted to call it out because I've seen it happen and... It's just really crunchy and really distasteful and sad. It's really fucking sad having a kid to ignore your relationship issues and things. You know, like therapy has been such a taboo thing. You know, if you think about it, the 70s, which I feel like is a lot earlier than what it is, but we're in 2024 now. And so the 70s were like, 54 years ago, 50 years ago, whatever. Just in the 70s, though, we were treating mental illnesses with lithium and insulin injections to put people in comas. That's fucking crazy. That's only been 50 years ago. Like, your parents were alive in that fucking day and age, or maybe you were. Therapy has come a long way in light of opinions on it and people supporting mental health. Oh my gosh, like just in the past 10 fucking years, holy shit. Like if anything, COVID started a mental health movement that people needed to wake the fuck up and really start figuring out if they're living the life that they fucking want, if they're fucking happy. Like so many people had career changes, massive life changes right after COVID because it was a fucking shock to the world. The world was like, whoa, this is my life. And most of us were like, this is my life because we had to fucking stay at home and live it. We had to look at it in the face every day and we had no option. Like, this is my fucking life. The stigma around mental health has changed so much, especially considering that we were putting people in fucking comas for having anxiety and depression 50 years ago. I will definitely give it that. But 
people do not realize how much therapy can help, especially just working through tough conversations and how to build communication. There's so many options out there. And of course, coaching, you know, coaching is focused on positive forward movement. A lot of people are like, well, what's the difference between coaching and therapy? Therapy is going to focus more on diagnoses. You know, maybe you have PTSD. A therapist is really going to focus on facilitating diagnoses and working within. And coaching, we do that, but we're also focusing on positive forward movement. You know, if you are beyond my skill and if you are needing medical treatment or you are needing much more help than just a coach who is helping you through some crunchy areas or helping you through some conversations, you know, you need like a treatment plan for six months or three months. That's when therapy or a therapist would be appropriate. And as far as for sex coaching, it is a little bit different because I work more with the kink aspect, the fun aspect. Not all of it is always fun, of course. Like I talked a little bit earlier just about how crunchy and dark areas that we can go through when we're working through things. But I am just one of the tools underneath your belt that make up the team of people cheering for you. And I think that is like one of the best ways to put coaching is it is another person on fucking team you. (laughs) That is literally what being a sex coach is. I support you. I support your kinks. I support you exploring your sexuality, your turn-ons, whatever it is that you decide you are, I support it. And believe it or not, a lot of people have never had somebody who can truly be like, wow, I have somebody that fucking supports me and accepts me for who I am. I mentioned a few episodes ago about people just wanting validation from me and... (laughs) That sounds weird. It sounds weird when you say it like that, but like people just want validation sometimes. And I think a lot of that's, that's what I give as a coach is I am a person who accepts you for who you are. That's validation right there. I accept you for who you are. Come as you are. I don't care. I will hear what you need to say. I will hold space for you. You're safe with me. Your shit also stays with me. Like I feel like nobody even questions like me talking to somebody else. Like I am like this person that absorbs all this and like transmutes it into energy. I don't fucking know where it all goes, but I just hold space for people and let them feel what they need to fucking feel. And sometimes it's crunchy and sometimes it's fucking amazing and we're vibing and the energy is just insane exploding in the room because we are just so fucking excited and elated about what's going on and whatever we're talking about or whatever it is. So if you listen to this episode because you are like, oh, I am ignoring my relationship problems right now, I just want you to know that you're not alone. There are so many other people that are also ignoring their relationships problems right now, and they're also having kids to fucking ignore them too. Um, and just don't be that. Don't Just don't do that. There are people that can help you and support you and be on fucking Team You. Coaching whether it be with coaching or hiring a therapist or whatever that looks like, whatever you need, there are people that are willing to be on team you. And I'm on team you, whether you fucking pay me or not. I just want to say, I'm going to call myself out there right there. Um, I've always been on team you and whether you pay me or not, I support you. You know, there's a lot of people who have never paid me a dime who don't even like my posts, but they follow me and my content is encouraging to them. And that's To me, that's the validation for me. (laughs) We're going to talk about validation. That's the validation for me. Even if I could just help one person by talking or sharing about something, I would. But I'm always on Team You. If you 
need help in your relationship, maybe you need help guiding through some communication or some hard conversations, reach out, talk to me. I will definitely see if it's something I can help you with. Um, Like I said, I'm definitely not too proud of a person to know when something is out of my league. Like I genuinely want to help the people that come to me. And I have so many coaching resources and friends in alternative therapy and that are in the coaching industry that specialize and work directly with certain types of clients. So even if it is something that you just need a resource for, don't hesitate to reach out. I hope you like this episode. Don't forget to like and subscribe. If you could do me a favor, hop off. I know you're getting ready to pause this episode and go to your next thing, but if you could do me a favor and hit pause and go to my channel, hit subscribe or give me a five-star review, I would super appreciate it. This podcast is going on one year of word of mouth, y'all. We have officially hit one year as a podcast and I couldn't be more fucking happy You guys are insanely growing this podcast as it is. We have over 5,000 to 6,000 shares every 30 to 60 days, and that's literally all done by word of mouth. I do not have any paid marketing or producing whatsoever, so that's all you guys, which I super appreciate. Thank you so much. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under The Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.